Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Following on from last week's message, titled The Right to Rule and Reign, we will continue on with the many things pertaining to God's kingdom. Remembering it is our glorious Father's heart's desire that we know and experience the fullness of what He has done for us and given to us. So let us open our hearts and surrender all our thoughts, distractions and preconceived ideas to our glorious Father. And by the work of His precious Holy Spirit, may we receive a fresh experience of Him as we go deeper into his love story to us, the Bible. Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up, after he through the Holy Spirit had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his sufferings by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Between Jesus' resurrection and ascension, the kingdom of God was the central topic of conversation between the resurrected Jesus and those who he revealed himself to. Jesus began his earthly ministry declaring that the kingdom of God was near in his coming. For Jesus, the kingdom of God is the absolute right of God to rule and reign. Jesus, God the Son, as a man lived in the reality of the kingdom of God in this world damaged by evil. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit with the power to heal demonstrating and proclaiming that God's kingdom has come on earth in him. The only way to the Father and his kingdom is through Jesus the Son, the rightful ruler of God's kingdom. Jesus showed us the heart of God the Father, in that he gives all the benefits of his kingdom with no partiality. The Father had promised that his Spirit will be poured out on all flesh, both the Jew and the non-Jew. God so loves that he freely gives all of himself. God never imposes himself or abuses his power. God gives free choice to receive his kingdom and his right to rule and reign or reject his kingdom and his right to rule and reign. It is because God so loves that he gives every individual free choice. Let us continue through the book of Acts chapter 1 and verses 4 to 11. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit 
not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Jesus came to earth in power, lived in power, died and was resurrected in power, ascended into heaven in power, and will return in all his glory and power. The power that Jesus offers is the power of God through his Spirit. The Spirit of God is a surging, rushing, relentless, wild river of new life. His new life of healing and equality, refreshing and sustaining, strengthening and flourishing, flows direct from the throne of God through Jesus the Son to us. The Holy Spirit directs the flow of God's eternal healing and redemptive mission and is realised in Jesus throughout the earth. The beginning of new life starts with receiving and believing God in Jesus and his right to rule and reign. His free-flowing river cleanses, heals, refreshes and replenishes everything in its path. The book of Acts records the flow of God's river of life surging through certain disciples. After they had received power to be witnesses of Jesus, God's kingdom advances from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The geographical advancement of God's kingdom through certain diverse people of various origins highlights God's work and the commencement of the fulfilment of his promise. The book of Acts reveals that the ascended Lord Jesus is alive. He is sovereign over all and continues to bring people to himself. All people, regardless of ethnicity, gender, age or socio-economic status. So let's go on to one such account in the book of Acts. Picture this. Peter, of Jewish origin, has a vision about how all people are equal and what God has cleansed is not to be treated unclean. Meanwhile, a man, a non-Jew, whose name is Cornelius, honours God and has a vision of an angel. The angel tells him his prayers and his donations that he has given from his heart of compassion 
have come before God. And they have been remembered. The angel continues. Therefore, Cornelius, send men to a man called Simon Peter, who is lodging in the house of Simon the Tanner. When he comes to you, he will speak to you. So Cornelius did just that and sent men to Peter. God had already prepared Peter's heart to say yes and go with these men of different ethnic origin. According to Peter's culture, it was unlawful for a Jew to keep company with a non-Jew. Yet God had shown Peter in the vision that the way of the world is not his way. For all are equal in God's kingdom. It's important to remember God does not control or manipulate people. Both Peter and the man of non-Jewish origin had a free choice. They both chose to go on the incredible adventure of discovery led by the Holy Spirit of God. Let's pick up the story when Peter arrives at the house of Cornelius. Acts chapter 10 verses 34 to 43. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all, that word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that. Through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, Peter did life with Jesus. He walked with him, talked with him, ate and drank with him. Peter was there when Jesus ate with those the religious deemed as unclean. He saw Jesus, a Jewish man, cross the cultural divide and converse with a non-Jewish woman of no reputation. Peter was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, yet he, like every disciple, was on a daily journey where there is always more with God. Peter had come to realise that God shows no partiality in salvation or judgement. Salvation is available to all people, no matter what tribe, 
nation, gender or socio-economic status. Salvation is activated when whoever believes and receives Jesus, the Anointed One of God. Peter states that whoever fears God and works righteousness is accepted by God. Righteousness in this context is equality, where each one receives equal justice. Peter is not saying that doing the works of righteousness or even fearing God is a qualification to be accepted by God. Remembering Peter already knows that God accepts people just as they are. In saying those words, Peter is reiterating what the servant of Cornelius said about his master. By the words of the angel, God has honoured Cornelius's prayer and accepted him just as he is. So Peter starts with acknowledging and giving equal respect to Cornelius. Then Peter begins to outline God's redemptive and healing plan throughout history. Even though Cornelius fears God, that is given reverence and respect, praise to God, gives out of compassion for the poor, none of these things will save him from judgment or eternal death. As salvation cannot be earned, nor can it be gained. Salvation is a free gift from God himself. The creator of life, in human form, is the only one who has defeated death, evil and humanity's selfish desires. Jesus is the one who has paid the cost for all offences said, thought and done by every individual throughout all the ages. God has done it all for us to believe and receive. What happened next while Peter was speaking was astonishing to those of Jewish lineage. They had incorrectly interpreted all the prophecies about God pouring out his spirit on all flesh as God pouring out his spirit on only those of Jewish lineage. They didn't fully understand God accepts us just as we are. His river of life is for all people. Anyone who receives and believes in Jesus, who is God's ordained judge of the living and the dead, anyone who believes and receives Jesus receives the gift of the Holy Spirit within. What was so powerful was at that very moment, while Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who heard the word. They heard the truth. And heard is the primary verb of this statement. It is not simply listening or having the capacity to hear. It is to consider what has been said, understood, and receive it. It is a head-to-heart-to-spirit connection. The Holy Spirit of God was poured out from the most holy and intimate place from the throne of God, from the Father's heart in Jesus to all who heard. God did the work, and all who heard actively received the empowerment to be a witness of Jesus. 
God gave assurance of his presence in them and his power upon them, his undeniable gift of faith to receive and believe. Through the Holy Spirit they received the freedom to make words of praise, words of praise in another language other than their own, magnifying God. They were caught up in the uncontainable joy and adoration of God. It is significant to note that Peter could understand what they were saying. As later on, Peter testifies to the Jewish council that the Holy Spirit fell upon the non-Jews the same way it did for the Jews at Pentecost. The evidence that they had received God's free gift of salvation was in their heartfelt praise and subsequent public declaration of their new identity in Jesus. The same Holy Spirit that led Peter into the fullness of the truth is the same Holy Spirit that descended upon the Jews at Pentecost and is the same Holy Spirit that descended on the Gentiles. God is continuing to pursue every individual in love. No matter where we are at in this life journey, there is always more with God. He is continually pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, creating a oneness throughout the whole community of the disciples of Jesus throughout the entire world, leading all who are willing into the fullness of his truth, love and power. Praise his mighty name. So let us conclude with Jesus' words. Acts chapter 1, verses 7 to 8. And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you continue to pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, regardless of gender, age, ethnicity, or socio-economic status, we are all accepted just as we are, and anyone who is willing, drink freely your living waters. And if anyone hasn't received Jesus, simply say yes to him now. He is calling you to say yes to him and enter him to his internal kingdom. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.